Yo, what's up, y'all? Welcome to my podcast where I am pushing positivity, purpose, and peace to all student athletes because we're not just winning our sport, y'all. Like, we winning in our mind, body, and soul. It's too important. We got to win in all areas, right? So this pod is called Get Out of Your Head and End the Game. I wanted to do this pod because so many athletes are just in their own way. It's not necessarily the physical, it's not necessarily the skill, but it's the mind, right? And we're just in a funk. And I've definitely been one of those athletes. I've had practices, games, and even a full season to where I was just hesitant, doubting myself. I put the time in to perform at a high level, but I didn't trust it. Especially during this time, I had a role change. I didn't like the role change. And when I experienced like discomfort or failure, I blamed it on the role change. You know what I'm saying? And ultimately, like I had this pressure to be perfect and it made me robotic. I was a robot. I wasn't flowing. It took away my athleticism, you know, my athletic advantage. It took away my skill advantage. So it's a problem. And I want to give y'all the tools to get out of it, okay? And I just want to preface, like, everybody gets in their head. The greatest of players have gotten in their head before. You guys get what I'm saying? Like, you're not above this this level of discomfort or this level of frustration. Everybody goes through it. MLB, NFL, NBA, WNBA, like everybody gets in their head. So the question isn't, am I ever going to get in my head? But the question is, when I get in my head, how long am I going to stay there? Right? And the question isn't, can I ever get out of my head? Because sometimes it feels that way. It's like, dang, I'm, I'm going to just stay right here. I'm, I might as well just park my car right here. But there is a way out, right? So it's not can I get out of my head, but it's how do I get out of my head? What can I do to help myself out? And that's what I'm going I'm to I'm give that to you, okay? So for this episode, I'm going to give you all five tools to help you get out of your head and in the game, all right? We come too far. We work too hard, okay, to stay here. So the first tool I'm going to give y'all, it seems kind of counterintuitive, okay? So prepare yourself. But the first tool is to go do something else. Yes, go do something else, okay? And I say this because there's this thing called your prefrontal cortex. We're going to call it PFC for short for this pod, okay? And your prefrontal cortex, what it does, it has many functions, but it helps manage old and new input to create the proper response. So meaning your emotions, reactions, your behaviors, and it helps manage the level of focus you have, okay? And studies show that if you focus on something for too long, literally the neurons will disconnect and stop firing. Like your brain will just be like, nah, I'm cool, I'm done. (laughs) And that's how it feels sometimes when we get fatigued in practice and we just making reads and plays that we have no business making. That's what's going on, right? And this happens because of overthinking. It happens because we're hyper-focusing and it happens because of stress, 
Do those things sound familiar? Those are things we're managing all the time as student athletes. <laughs> like we're dealing with that all the time at different levels. Okay. So what I want to submit to y'all is to find some healthy alternatives to help get your mind off of your performance, right? Offer your sports performance. And I want to emphasize healthy options because so many of us athletes, we turn to what seems like the easy fix, drugs, alcohol, sex, and really like we're creating another problem on top of a problem. I know I understand why people do it like it works to a certain degree, but it's temporary. The problem is still going to be there. You guys get what I'm saying? So let's not cause another problem. Let's face it head on, deal with the uncomfortableness and, and, and overcome it. Right. Instead of still being dependent on something. And there are many things we can do. We got to tap into, you know, drawing and making music, right? I know so many people that have SoundClouds and Spotify, like making good music to kind of release some stress, um, going on a walk, hanging out with friends, like whatever charges you up, whatever helps you relax, that is what you need to do reading a book drinking some tea you know watching a show you gotta be able to give yourself time to relax right I know even in school like I'll be trying to write a paper I can't think of a topic or maybe I'm reading something and I don't get it and then I'm like I'm, I'm gonna take a break I go watch a show I go eat some cereal or something I come back and it's like oh and everything is just so clear. I, I, I understand now. <laughs> and it's the strangest thing. But what my mind was able to do, it was able to take the input that I received, take the input that I'm reading now and present it in a way that I could comprehend. Right. So if we look in our lives, there's been time that this is played out already and to, proven to be true. And I know and believe if I would have practiced this earlier in my career, I would have enjoyed myself more, like more than I want to admit, more than I would like to say I didn't enjoy myself. And I know it's because of the pressure I put on myself. I know it's because I didn't allow my PFC to breathe. Okay, so don't be like me. It's not fun. Um, Give yourself time to relax and to to focus on something else. Okay. Now, tool two is watching film okay I was a late bloomer to film like I said most of these things I don't want to say I was a late bloomer to film okay and I know that if I would have been watching film earlier like my ability to make reads manipulate the defense I play basketball division one basketball I I would have just I would have been able to excel much faster if I would have been watching film and one of the reasons why I love watching film is because it's giving you live data it's giving you live feedback okay um how many of us have played sports and maybe you get blamed for something or your coach tell you something you feel like it didn't happen that way and you like I don't think it happened that way coach and they're like no it happened that way or coaches feel the same way too maybe they're telling the player right or a player's telling them something they're like nah I didn't see it that way film the film is our ultimate source of truth okay no matter what somebody felt or saw that film is gonna tell you what really happened and 
there's so many times that we could not really um, we're not able to comprehend why we are doing something wrong. For example, say if I'm working on catch and shoot threes, right? And I'm missing. I'm just missing. I'm like, why am I missing? I feel like I'm doing everything right. I go watch film. I'm like, oh, okay. I wasn't like, I felt like I was, but I'm, but I wasn't like, I'm a little, I'm a little off balance when I come to it. You know, my one, two is, is a little off balance. And I thought my arm was straight up, but it was a little forward versus being really high and up. So now when I go back and I do practice my catch and shoot threes, I'm able to feel what I saw on film. You dig what I'm saying? So now I can make the in person, the live corrections. And then now my percentage goes up. The thing about it is that you want to be able to have as many physical and mental reps as possible. If you haven't heard of visualization, I would encourage you to look it up after this video. It really helps you as a performer, as an athlete, and really all aspects of life, even when you get a job, like being able to visualize. And in this space, you want as many reps as possible, whether they're mental or physical. Okay, so utilize film. It's a great resource. Okay, and it's going to be able to help you manipulate situations better and feel what is actually going on. Now, tool three. I love this one because I was a little late to figuring it out. You need to prioritize creative time in the gym. As student athletes, especially at the college level there's so many things that are like gonna be putting pressure on you like we already talked about right clouding that pfc up there's gonna be so many things and you have to remind yourself why you started playing the game that you're playing you got to remind yourself of your why like why am i really doing this and having creative time in the gym where it's not about what role you're playing right because sometimes as an athlete you can feel paralyzed that's just the reality you can feel restricted at the end of the day it's not about you right and you and it's a beautiful thing to sacrifice for your team to get a championship or whatever you know like that's beautiful but sometimes it can make you jaded because we're humans right so this creative time it's not about necessarily like working on something that you're not good at it's just about finding your groove like reminding yourself like I'm really nice at this game like this game right here that I do that I've been putting my time in I'm nice at this like I'm made for this you started playing your sport because you were inspired because you had a vision right you want to get back in that love space because love is powerful love can can heal inspire and encourage so that's what we're doing this creative time and it does not have to be a long exercise right it can just be prioritizing like 10 15 20 minutes I know there's been times I'm like I'm gonna just go in the gym for like 20 just mess around I was I ended up being in there for like an hour and 30 minutes because I'm just having fun right I'm just having fun being myself. There's no pressure. There's no, I'm trying to perform in this way. I'm just being creative with my sport. That is going to help you guys so much, I promise. And I will say that when doing this exercise, like, just allow yourself to breathe. Allow yourself to let go of other people's opinions of other people's ideas of you and just enjoy your time 
with your sport and yourself. Okay. Next, the fourth tool is intentional training. Okay. So many athletes are like, Nia, how, how much, how much time should I spend outside of practice in the gym? Like how, how, how long should I train? And really there's no clear cut answer. You know, like I could tell you, you know, 30 minutes, whatever, but it really depends on the person. But what I will say for certain, how you spend your time preparing is way more important than how much time you spend preparing, right? Because, I mean, there's no point of being in the gym for mad long and you're not going game pace. I know my transition from high school to college, like I would be in the gym for two hours and feel like it was a flex. But I got to college and the practice is intense, training is intense. I can't go for two hours at heart. It's not physically possible. So the workout started, my training started to be like 30 to 45 minutes, an hour max, you know, if that. And then maybe I'm doing some other stuff on my own. But my training time, like, it's about how you train. You want those game-like reps. That's the only way you're going to get better. Everybody can make shots and reads when you're calm and there's no pressure, right? You want to put yourself in those pressure situations. And when you are in your head, it's very easy to retreat, right? It's easy to retreat. Because you're like, dang, I might as well give up. Like, I'm messing up. I keep messing up. Maybe this wasn't meant for me. Like, was I really supposed to be doing this? We get in those dark spots sometimes. It sucks. But I just want to encourage you that when you feel like retreating, when you feel like coming to practice and not being your, your best, I just want to encourage you to keep going, to keep pushing through that discomfort because If you don't, you're just going to go backwards. The only way forward is forward sometimes. And you're not, you showing up not your best is going to cause you to play to that level of preparation, which you don't want, right? You don't want that level of preparation that's not your best, all right? So with intentional training as well, you want to make sure you have a plan. So be intentional with the time you're spending. If I need to work on my floaters, I'm going to make sure, okay, I'm going to spend this much time doing different footwork with floaters. Or if I play volleyball and I need to work on my blocking, okay, I'm going to make sure I'm focusing on my hand placement. I'm looking at my footwork, my timing, you know, be intentional, make a plan so you can see statistics. You can have a numerical value for getting better you can see yourself getting better that's going to help you build your confidence okay tool three and tool four those are meant to complement each other not replace each other I do want to say that I'm not saying just have a whole bunch of creative time because you're probably not going to get better and I'm not saying every time you step in the gym, it should be serious and you should just be working out super duper hard because you may get fatigued, right? You need that balance. And with the creative time, that could be like open gyms or scrimmages, you know, seven on sevens and football, like all those things that allow you to just be free. I'm saying those complement each other. Those are going to help you. If you guys utilize these tools in your student athlete journey, I promise 
it's going to help you and you're going to see a difference in your attitude and your performance. Now we are on, last but not least, tool five, okay? Tool five is to talk to someone who knows you and your game. This could be an old coach. It could be a mentor. It could be someone you look up to. It can even be a parent. I know for me, mine was my dad. When every time there would be a game, I would call my dad. It wouldn't be a long conversation, like five to seven minutes. And I'll just be like, yep, got a game today. You know, he'll be like, yep, you know what to do. Like, you've been here before. You put the time in. And that was impactful for me because I was able to I was able to be reminded of who I am when I'm confident, right? Because sometimes it gets dark as an athlete. Sometimes it gets dark and the reason why you want to use this resource is because these people can be a light in a dark space. We need another voice to be louder than our doubts and our fears. Okay, like sometimes we can't get out of it by ourselves. We need each other. We need our teammates. And I would advise to get someone you trust. That's not just going to gaslight you and tell you you're perfect and you're wonderful, but someone that also tells you the truth because the truth is love, right? So someone that's going to hold you accountable because if they are a person that is going to tell you the truth, you can respect when they tell you, you got this, right? You know, they're not just feeding you what you want to hear. For me, like I mentioned, it was my dad, but it was also my faith, my relationship with God, like he was able to be a light in a dark space for me. He was able to remind me that there's hope and that there's peace and that I can do all things. You feel me? So that was my light. I would encourage you as student athletes to find a source that can remind you of who you are and that you can do it. That when you step on the court or when you step on the field, when you come in the gym, that you are capable of performing to the to the level of your abilities and to the level that your teammate needs you to do in your role. So let's remind ourselves of our tools. We got tool one, go do something else, right? This is going to free up our PFC. It's going to allow us to be more creative, healthy options, right, y'all? Healthy options. Tool two, watch film. This is going to help us make better reads, manipulate situations, and it's going to be able to help us feel what adjustments we need to make in the game. Three, creative times in the gym. This is going to also free up our PFC. It's going to help us be instinctual, remind us that we love the game, remind us of when we are inspired and the vision that we had. It's going to encourage us to keep going forward. Tool four, intentional training. This is when we are getting into our bag, when we are putting in the work so we can grow for our team, so we can grow for ourselves. And this is when we are prioritizing how we spend our time versus how much we spend our time. And tool five, talk to someone who knows you in your game. This is going to be someone to encourage us, remind us who we are, and to inspire us to keep going and growing, right? And if you guys utilize these tools, I promise this will help you guys get out of your head 
and end the game. Because like El Boogie always say, like, how, how you going to win if you're not right within? That's real. That's real. <laughs> all right? So I love y'all. We're going to make it through together. All right? This breaks people into pieces, but we're not going to let it. Okay? If you guys know, you know where I got that from, little baby. All right? But anyways, thank you for coming to my pod, and I will see you guys next time.